This episode of The Loop is presented by the 2023 Grand Wagoneer. We have the drive of a lifetime approaching the green, looking solid, smooth, stylish even. It's the 2023 Grand Wagoneer. Inside and out, its stunning design is impossible to miss. Classic lines, spacious seating and cargo, premium accents, it's simply a master of its game. And along with that beauty comes stunning intelligence too. With up to 75 inches of total available screen area, the world is at your fingertips. There you have it, folks. The 2023 Grand Wagoneer takes the match. I think that deserves a round of applause. Wagoneer is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. We teed off. It was okay. And after three holes, it started rain. It probably rained for about six holes. It was it was getting to the point of like, this is getting kind of silly. So we had about like a 50, 60 yard shot. He hit a pitch shot that landed, hopped, and spun back three feet. I've never, <laughs> never seen a non-tour pro do that. Welcome back to The Loop. I'm Alex Myers. As always, I'm joined by Steve Hennessy, Christopher Powers. Uh, guys, big week. Obviously, Keegan Bradley gets it done at the Travelers. Uh, which felt like a major to him. Uh, Ronin Yin gets it done at Baltusrol. I know CP, you were there for some of the week. I was up there at Travelers. Steve, you were even got down there to Balti, I think, right, with your daughter taking in her first golf. So exciting stuff to talk to. We also have an interview with Masters champion and CBS analyst Trevor Immelman, who will be part of the coverage for the match eight at uh, the win coming up this weekend. Uh, obviously, CP, you're going to be down there. So we're going to get into some uh, talk about the match in a little bit and our chat with Trevor Immelman. Actually, I forgot. I, I've got my big golf trip coming up this week. I forgot to put my green jacket on. It might be the last time I get to wear it for a while. And since Trevor is a fellow green jacket winner, it would have made sense. Um, unfortunately, I missed the interview with him. I was up at Travelers. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, I mean, Keegan Bradley... Uh, I guess first, Steve, let's talk about the disappointment. I mean, we both went on Cantley pretty hard. I had that big free bet. Yep. Um, and I, I threw it all on Cantley. I shift chipped all the chips into the middle of the table on Cantley, got up to the nice start, made the run, shot the 61 on Saturday, and then didn't really get anything going until the back nine. And then as soon as he got going, missing short putts, bogeying the 16th hole. I mean, you know, he actually could have put some pressure on Keegan because Keegan was kind of starting to choke down a stretch. But anyway, disappointing week for me, Steve. How about yourself? Yeah, I did uh, try to talk you that free bet uh, into a top ten on Cantley. You did. You did. So, that would have been a that would have been. But I explained to you my reasoning for that was it. I'd already put the money in. I basically would only be winning. You're right. I could have. Then you could do what you want with the you're right. money instead of. You're right. You're right. Out, right? Schools of but, thoughts on that. All right. Go ahead. We're losers. Um, yep. I mean, how did you not see Keegan Bradley coming at the Travelers, his hometown event? Um, one of my first ever interviews at Golf Digest was interviewing Keegan at the Travelers. He's played really well here in the past, choked away tournaments before. Um, when he kind of had first had his fidgeting and like, you know, doing the club yeah. face and backing up and getting into it. And that was actually here. I remembered on the 14th hole, mm. um, 95 to one or something at the travelers. I mean, 
and just kicking myself, but good for him. The crazy thing. Uh, I had a matchup Keegan over Denny McCarthy and that was a sweat going into Saturday. <laughs> I had the two leaders. Uh, thankfully Denny, uh, went away. Um, but my buddy Matt had, uh, Keegan first round leader. And that was a big time sweat on Thursday. I had to hedge his life away, ended up making some money on Denny. So shout out Matt. He and I also, got crushed at the member member at watch on Valley, uh, on Thursday. That, that was, that was a tough scene. Um, not quite as, as crushing as Denny's loss over the weekend, but, um, crushing nonetheless. So, but you got it in, you were worried about the weather. I didn't, yeah, but, but just weather was tough all weekend here. I mean, all I could think about was, you know, the poor guys at the travelers and the women at Baltus are all like, they're, playing for big money we're playing our you know member member that no one cares about but it, it felt big to us and uh it's <laughs> it just proved like how tough it is to play in the elements like you know you got we had a downpour at some point and we're playing through it and like to grip your clubs like there's not a caddy drying your clubs or an umbrella like guarding your stuff i mean i'm just i'm not prepared for that um and all the veterans like the you know, the dads like have all these, this rain gear and the hats and they're, you know, dry as anything, you know, ready to, ready to go. We got waxed and the whole time it was embarrassing. So. Yeah. Older guys are, are pros at um, still playing golf when it's raining to to stay away from having to go back to their wives, I think. So they, they come, (laughs) they come prepared for the rain. Uh, You'll get there. I think. I'm like you too. I, when I don't think, I don't see a point um, in playing when it's raining, these these dads do come prepared and, and play through it, especially, and they know it's going to pass through. Oh, it'll just pass through because they've been looking at the weather app all day. So right. you'll get there, Steve. One more kid, and you'll be you'll have rain gear and rain gloves. And I, yeah, I thought I was prepared thanks to like all the freebies <laughs> I've gotten from Golf Digest. But I mean, this guy had the Cypress Point, uh, you know, Hunter and Buck. Yeah, <laughs> that was like Galvin Green. You know, five hundred dollar <laughs> Cypress Point. Uh, rain suit. I was like, I know I'm done at this point. <laughs> I've been through the ship before, so it was good. And Myers, you had your match too. You, yeah, yeah. So, oh, good. I, I, yeah. Um, I, I said to Luke at one point, I was like, you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't catch me out here if we weren't playing a match. Like, <laughs> no way. I mean, we teed off. It was okay. And after three holes, it started rain. It probably rained for about six holes. It was, it was getting to the point of like, this is getting kind of silly uh but then it went away and the back nine was great and surprisingly i played a lot better what a shock um such <laughs> a shock uh, i came back and beat ben walton our video editor um he he dude i mean it was it was crazy man this guy's a 15 handicap and he really is because i've played now with him twice this year he just has like one stretch of five or six amazing holes every round yep and against me it happened to be the first six holes he was two over through six holes playing <laughs> tough conditions as a 15 at a tough golf course. At a tough course. And he was, he was, he was a course handicap 18. So um, I was getting 10 shots. The second hole, he hit one of the best shots I've ever seen in my life. He hit a good shot and it was crazy. Like he, I guess he caught a false front. We got up there and the ball rolled all the way off the green. I mean, horrible break. And uh, so we had about like a 50, 60 yard shot. He hit a pitch shot that landed hopped and spun back three feet 
I've never, <laughs> never seen a non tour pro do that. Spun it back to three feet, made the par to win the hole because I'm giving him a stroke on like almost every hole, it seemed. So I, and then he made an 80 foot, I'm not kidding, an 80 foot, <laughs> maybe 70 feet. It was like as long as Keegan's putt on day one um, for birdie in the rain on the sixth hole. And he was four up. And I was like, this is just a uh, wiped here. But I came back. He, he Unbelievable comeback. Yeah, Great. he did, you know, finally give me a couple holes and I played better. So it was like a combination of that. I came through with one semi-clutch putt on a hole. Only putt I made longer than two feet all day. And um, <laughs> yeah, I won. So I'm, I'm on to the uh, Elite Eight. We're the, I think we're the first match. Is, is it eight already? Yeah, I've played two matches. Started at 32. Sheesh. So math, 16, eight. Yeah, I'm down to yeah, eight. It's math. So CP, when's your match? When I hope Wednesday morning. Oh boy. We shall see. I uh speaking of sandbag. I've not played it. Yes. I didn't get to play this past weekend and uh another wedding weekend. Martha's been here. Didn't bring my clubs, didn't think it was worth the hassle. Yeah. There's like three courses on Martha's Vineyard that are all overpriced. Um, so yeah. I wouldn't have gotten my my brother, my buddies to play. I tried to go out like the day I, we day before we were leaving at Nishanik, like the nine, the little nine hole academy course. Mm-hmm. And I played two holes before I was like, there's, this is going to take three hours. It's like, it's such a joke around here. You know, Myers, it's a joke. see yeah. if you get it, although you have a little club, but um, I was just trying to sneak out for nine before, you know, cause I knew I wouldn't be able to play between the match on Wednesday morning and then, and I played two holes. So I have no idea where I'm at or where I'm going to be at on Wednesday morning, but uh, we'll, we'll grind it out. And I, I hope to, to cross with you Myers in, in the elite eight or, or beyond. Yeah. Uh, I don't know when we'd meet up. It's, it's, I looked ahead. It wouldn't, wouldn't be the next round. So I don't know. Are you on the bottom, the top of the bracket or the bottom? I thought I was on the bottom. Okay. So know. we wouldn't meet till the finals. Imagine that. That'd be sick. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> Just two slap hitters. Yeah. Hitting singles to really, right I'm field. Slapping it now. Short game specialist. <laughs> I'm hitting it good. Short game specialist for sure. The 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 final par five, Luke and Ben both hit bomb. It was great because there's like a hill. And if you catch it, and I was only like 10, 15 yards behind them, and they hit bombs. But I was the shortest hitter in the group because Daria hits it farther than me. But I was close <laughs> with her. I was close with her a bunch of times uh she's a beast she's amazing she might be my favorite uh playing partner around yeah she is great i've played with her twice now not only is she great to play with and amazing to watch but she was just like coaching me up the whole time she hyped you up yeah Yeah. i was in my match and i was she was down early too she came back to beat luke it was incredible watching them duel duel it out that was a real high quality match so um yeah the gd match play is rolling along good stuff um all right, let's talk a little about Keegan because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm with you, Steve. I'm kicking myself because I think I mentioned him even on Sports Grid on Tuesday night, and I saw the odds. I was shocked that he was 80 to 1 or whatever. But that being said, we can't kick ourselves too much because I was there, and on the first round when he was hot, he was six under through eight holes, he rolled in a 75-footer from the fringe. It would have gone in the water. If it didn't hit, he even said it after he said, I was like, I can't believe I hit the putt that hard. It hit dead center on the flagstick drops in. He, he literally was like, it was at least a two to three shot swing. So 
right there. And then I told you guys, he did a 360 lip in twice, once in the first round of once yesterday. So, I mean, yep. the things, you know, you look at the end of the week, you're like, oh my God, he, he, you know, brought the course to its knees. He won easily. Yeah. But he also had like three insane putts go his way. That could have been five, six shots difference right there. So it's hard to beat yourself up too much. And Canley at least did give us a run, but God, just pathetic. Um, uh, Keegan, uh, Ryder cup second win of the year. He's number seven on the that's list. What, we know what happens when you win. Yeah. We know that's like Twice. cares about playing on the, for team USA more than playing in anything. Um, what do we think? I mean, he's done. Okay. Obviously he was the, you know, he was Phil's guy, that first Ryder cup, they played pretty well together, but, uh, he has struggled in the match play at Austin country club. I don't know if that's just an Austin country club thing or it's a match play thing that's the only thing i'll say his match play record does does leave a lot to be desired but certainly steve cp mm-hmm. seems like a great team guy i mean yeah i, I remember medina 2012 he was like a staple of 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 that team and him and phil you know they didn't really kill it together um but i mean he's like the embodiment of team usa now with patrick reed you know not on these teams he feels like kind of a new uh, Captain America sort of just hyping everyone up, yelling at the fans, getting into it. So um, yeah, it's going to be fun to have him on this team. I, I think he still needs to play kind of solid coming in. Yeah. He's like seventh on points, but um, yeah. just kind of hold your own a couple top tens and you should be good. I don't know, some spots, unless, unless Justin Thomas has kind of figured it out here. Um yeah, Justin Thomas. Cool. I would love to see Keegan again. I, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, there's there's only so many spots, and there's so many really really good players. And you would, you know, Keegan should probably be the odd man out if it came down to it with with all right. the talent. But if he's gonna, you know, if he's gonna cook here at the end of the year, maybe contend in the in the British. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be hard to leave him off the team, and I know he wants to be on the team very badly. Yeah. Um. I saw that thing yesterday. He was pissed off about being left out of that Delaware meeting because he he thought he mm. should be part of the, the uh, discussion. So obviously highly motivated. Um, was a really fun fun watching him all those years ago. I actually thought they did well, Steve. You're saying they didn't. That that, that makes sense. But um, yeah, you know, all you kind of yeah. remember is is he and Phil just slapping each other on the ass and, and having having an absolute. Great time. I, I would be hilarious if Phil, um, God forbid, wins the British Open and all of a sudden he's a he's a Ryder Cup um, poss- possibility. Captain's pick, run back Keegan and Phil, as I tweeted yesterday. I think that would be that would be very fun, but I highly doubt that'll happen. But uh, yeah, I think Keegan, Keegan and Wyndham Clark Ryder Cup team. What what a what a time to be alive. Yeah, I mean, you. I feel like. You know, there's there's definitely guys. Ricky Fowler's probably going to make the team now. He's, he's <laughs> it. yeah. J, JT obviously looked like he was dead. I was out there. He just looked horrible through the first six holes on Thursday. He's coming off you know the the low point of his career at the U.S. Open, and then all of a sudden he shot two under the rest of the way, got back to even, made the cut, then went nuts on Saturday. Maybe he turns around. It's going to be tough yep. to leave him off because he's kind of like that captain usa type guy too ricky the story's so good everybody loves him but like there are guys like the younger guys like cameron young people were thought was going to make it you can't right. uh, keegan has to make it over him Wyndham clark yeah. has to make it over him at this point yeah. so uh, Wyndham is on the team he's like second in points or something he's done okay so he's yeah. he's 
Um, Sam Burns was like right there. So, you know, at the start of the year, he probably would have said he's on the team after the president. Like that's, but, that's crazy. He was like a prolific winner. He was a top, he wins, top 10 in the world. wins again, I don't mean, yeah. that's, it's nuts. That's, wow. there's there too are, much talent. It's good. Too much, there is too much talent. I mean, I feel like the Americans are giving the Europeans a, a chance by having Wyndham Clark and Keegan Bradley <laughs> on the team. You know, I mean, these guys are earning their way on the team. Don't get me wrong, but like, you know, no, you they're the best players right now, Steve. Do you trust Keegan's putter under are, under the gun? Are Euro guys? Are, are Europeans taking dives for for Keegan and and Wyndham Clark <laughs> to make the Ryder Cup team? All Did the Ryder take Cup. a dive at LACC? People, People should asking. be asking that question. <laughs> should be asking the question. <laughs> um, those guys have to make the team. I think. I mean, I, I agree. Oh, yeah. And you're right about Rick. Like, if if they're all into the analytics, I mean, Ricky's Ricky has to make absolutely it. cooking right yeah, now. I know he has one, one yeah. but yeah. I mean, he, I was just looking at it for the odds post. I don't think he's lost strokes. I think he's lost strokes with his irons once this season. Seventeen events, T to green, like masterclass for ten straight events. So. He he would be the perfect match play teammate. Just oh yeah, you know, fire at the flag and and make some putts. So uh, yeah, they poor Zach Johnson's got a you know there's a lot of task on his head. There's going to be some great um, Kepka, didn't Brooks get the Kepka, call content with that. Yeah, I mean, Brooks has to make the team. Oh, right? Kepka's on yeah. points right. wise. It's a matter yeah. of if they come up with some rule to prevent live guys from playing, but I I doubt that. So I feel like he's on the team. Yeah. I don't think Dustin Johnson, though. I was just going to say yeah. that would be the next. That's where I would draw the line. I mean, Bryson's been playing well. I mean, no. I, I mean, draw the line with those guys, especially because Bryson doesn't really fit in with, with the crew. Yeah, and he's them. been so divisive and like, yeah. you know, w- yeah. with the lawsuits and stuff. Like, yeah. he, he's EJ, not going to be. EJ could fit in, but I don't know if he's done enough to really warrant it. I mean, I know you're just kind of going on his name. I'd right. rather Keegan deserves it more than a Dustin Johnson right now. No, no doubt about it's it. It's nuts. DJ went five and zero oh in the last Ryder Cup. He and he's like a staple of these American teams over oh. the last decade yep. plus. So if oh. he like obviously if he wins the open or comes top three or something, you know, you can make a good case for him. Um you can make a great case for him without live, but um you know to I I doubt he would get a captain's pick. We I listened to uh, the Tour Junkies podcast. Uh, they had uh, Hunter Mahan on, and he he had some some good takes about this. And he's like, "There's no way Zach Johnson gives a captain's pick to somebody um, who's lived." But yeah, you know, DJ wins the Open. Like he earns his way out of this team, and he's going to be embraced because he's been part of these team rooms for so long. So um, it's, I it's nuts. I mean, look at Kitayama's 12th. I don't know. He had a pretty big win. He did. Uh, Bay Hill. Denny, Denny's on fire. Denny. I've been on Denny's Denny. Denny's on fire. Denny. Best putter in the world. Yeah, best putter. Talk about a match play guy. Um, yeah. yeah, like you're going to leave Tony Finau off? If, if he no, doesn't... no, 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 no. He's 17th in, in the standings That's right wild. now. What? It's insane. My guy Chris Kirk right here at 18th. You're going to leave Kirk off? Come on. How could you do that? He has to be a vice captain, Chris Kirk. They can't go to Italy without Chris Kirk. (laughs) They can't leave him at home. Yeah. Harris English was great in that. He's he's starting to cook again. This is starting to cook. It's gonna be incredible. uh, It's amazing how many great players there are. You're right. Um, wow, that's a lot of Zach Johnson. Good luck with your with your Morikawa sitting there at he's 10th. If he doesn't, you know, turn it on. yeah, of course he is, but I don't know. Is he? I don't know. 
<laughs> of course he is. I don't know, is he? If, yeah. That was a, that was. A I'll joke. say if he misses a few more cuts in the next. Yeah, <laughs> and he doesn't make it. Yeah, the, didn't he? Did he? Did he make I the cut this week? I was. He did, he, missed, did he play this week? He missed the cut. Yeah. Oh, Sheesh. Yeah. He was bouncing all around Connecticut trying out uh, different pizza spots, apparently. That's right. Really? Yeah. Sally's. Uh, Go. Right. He went to. Yeah. Sally's. I got to get to Sally's. Oh, I've, I've only been. Oh, you haven't been? Come on. I've all those rides up to URI from Jersey. You didn't stop in New did. We did Pepe's once, but never. I got. Uh, yeah. I got to change that. Change I don't it. know which who it was, but it was. There was some. P- I put the picture out. Some pizza truck on the range and like. I just love that I got Rom and Webb Simpson, two U.S. Open champs, just like diving in to get pizza, you know, mid practice. They've made you know tens of millions of dollars in yeah. their career, but a little free pizza at the ring. Nobody turns that down. It's yeah. um, no. Uh, that video of Tiger that like sulking oh, yeah. his shoulders when they said they can't have the pizza at Tori, that's right. right? That's right. That's right. Epic. Um, anyway, congrats to Keegan and to his kids for getting one of these, like I did uh, again. <laughs> um, no, these are these, that was a, the the travelers does a nice job. They they really yeah. uh, they touch it up. It's touch a class there. Um, and Keegan, you know, he acted like he won a major. He really does treat this like a major. So good for him. I know he had the Sam Adams drinking right away out out of the out of the cup here. Good for him. Uh, pretty impressive win. Uh, by Keegan Bradley against an amazing field. Once again, mm-hmm. does an event. I still am not crazy about the week after the majors having these. And I think they're not going to do that going forward because just look at the rest. I mean, no offense Keegan, but you had Keegan and Chaz Reeve in the final group when you have all these other big names. I know Rory made a run. Cantley made a run. Chef was right there as always doing chef. <laughs> we got to talk about Chez at Cheesecake Factory. Oh, Chez oh, Cheesecake Factory. My favorite video of the year. I mean, I love. I just. I, I think it is. Week. Love it. Love it. Just love like it. beaming at the bar, watching beaming. himself roll in a birdie putt. He's just like, ah, that's amazing. It's such a good read. Oh. <laughs> Snuck in the side door, sitting at the bar. I love sitting at the bar. Yeah, that's just the mixing move. it up. Oh it looked like he was mixing, mixing it up with people. Yeah, in yeah. the same clothes he was wearing. That is. The common man of all common man moves. I the love brown it so bread. Much. By the way, at Cheesecake Factory is the goat. I honestly <laughs> haven't been there in so long, and now oh. I, I literally want to go back right now just because Ches is there. Dude, we we uh, I think I got a gift card from the parents for Christmas. Took the kids <laughs> there. They love it. So now we've gone, we've gone twice this year. But we, Julia was just saying the other day, can we go back to Cheesecake Factory? Loves the bread. Bread is unbelievable. <laughs> Yep. Sometimes our, um, you'll find it at the grocery store. Sometimes, yes, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Oh my god, it's amazing. You got to look. Katie's for it. obsessed with it. She, we, so we always have good. to get it. Yeah. Oh, the brown bread, cheesecake yep. factory. Shout out! I, I mean, Chili's is my all-time goat, but cheesecake right. is right there. They're my top two for sure. The cheesecake uh, factory is. Cheesecake factory. Now, no. How do they not sponsor him now? It's just immediately like, too much sense. Slap it yeah. right on his shoulder. He's had like MLB on his. He, he could do Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. P.F. Chang's like, uh, what was his name? Brandy Baird. Brandy Baird. P.F. Chang's. That's Go. right. Uh, uh, factory. I looked it up. I, I have to host a champion's dinner on a Thursday night. There's <laughs> no Cheesecake Factory in near in the Pinehurst area, but there's a Chili's 3.7 miles from oh, hell yeah. Airbnb. So that is where the champion's dinner will be for the HGGA championship. 
Thursday night. By the way, CP, you you have to hear Meyer's itinerary. They are like driving, driving through the night. I mean, this is not a young group. And then they're they're playing like right away at like 10 a.m. or something. Myers, what is it? Yep. 10.30. We're leaving at 10.30. We have a 10.30 tea time at Duke Golf Club. Um, It's actually with no traffic. It's from here. It's only eight hours to get there. Wow. Leaving at 1030 at night. Yeah. We were going to leave at midnight. We're like, why are we leaving midnight? We're not going to sleep. So might as well (laughs) 1030, get down there even earlier. I know it is is a rough, a rough day. That is rough. um, You're right. I'm one of the youngest people on the trip. I mean, there's people in the fifties doing this. So shout out to them. Again, that first, that's the practice round. It's not the tournament, but that's the practice round. All that for a practice round. It's incredible. Uh, and then we'll, you know, then we'll have a little extra time. Drive, then we have to drive a little to get to, because Duke is about an hour or so from Pinehurst area. Mm-hmm. Uh, check in, whatever. And then it'll be the champions dinner. We'll recuperate. And then the tournament starts the next day. I God, I keep, I think Southern Pines is the first round. Anyway, it's Southern Pines, Mid Pines, Pine Needles, Tobacco Road, obviously. Those are the four tournament rounds. Uh, but we're doing yeah, 36 every day except for that first day. And um, yeah, we're gamers. Yeah, we're driving through the night. I mean, other than other than a private jet, it's really no different than being on tour the last few weeks, just jet setting around. Non-stop. Just no just, sleep, non-stop. No yeah. Slightly Mackenzie Hughes, time, freaking dude. kidney Slightly stone. Hope nobody gets a kidney oh stone God. on your trip. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't How about that story. Christ. Ooh, Mackenzie Hughes, poor guy. That is my number one nightmare of, of getting old. Is that can just he happen had. at I any time? I mean, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. About it. I guess I'm drink just, a lot of water. I think you get them yeah. like if you're dehydrated. Really? Yeah. I, I hope know. it's not hereditary because I might know be a wives' tale. A couple of my <laughs> Ooh, tough. Tough. I'm, yeah. I've read it's like much sugary, like Gatorade and stuff, Steve, mm-hmm. or like those. Like people are crushing. I've stopped because I read like, oh, you're gonna give yourself a kidney stone if you drink those. So now I just Gatorade, straight, just straight water all day. All right, we're yeah. not we are we're not drinking Gatorade. We're not we're never gonna be sponsored by Gatorade either on this podcast. <laughs> but no Gatorades. I'm gonna keep that in mind on the trip. I mean, I'm sure drinking uh, all the soda I drink is probably not good. <laughs> yeah, prayers up. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about Ronin Yin. Obviously, it's a she wins a major championship, KPMG. Uh, LPGA Championship CPU were at Balti for a bit. Steve, you as well. Um, what did you guys see there? Uh, pretty, pretty epic venue. Obviously, about as historic as it gets. And uh, a twenty-year-old winning a major, not the phenom that we all thought might win in Rosang, although she made a nice run as well. Uh, pretty solid tournament. And so did uh, Yuka Sasso. I thought Yuka, she was about yep. to be it. I had a great tweet plan for that. Um, mm-hmm. Who who's going to end their career with more majors, Rory or Yuka Sasso? Because they're uh, <laughs> yeah. connected with the whole thing. And I think you know that would have been a legitimate debate. She'd be at two already. How old is she? Like at 20, 22 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or something. Oh, it's yeah. a great it's a great debate. But of course, she did win. not win. Yeah. Ronin Ronin uh, Yin won. That was I caught the end of it. I was away um, Thursday through Sunday. Got there Tuesday Wednesday. Didn't see a ton. Just kind of running around press conferences. And Lee had her return press conference, so that took up a lot of the day. Um, I did go out and watch Lexi Thompson Wednesday morning and called myself off of betting her. So happy 
about that. I think she was like three over on the four holes. I watched her and I was like, okay, that's why she's 66 to one. And I won't be betting her. And she ended up violently missing the cut. So didn't she have any other bets on it. She, she did make the cut, cut on the number. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she, I, she made a nice one just to make it. Yeah, she did. I did. Okay. Good for her. That's good. Maybe she'll be Kent Paisley reached out to me. I guess he saw my tweet. She like could lose her LPGA tour card this year. If she's not careful. What? That's that's insane. I don't think that's it'll happen. Um, They'll wow, give her crazy. every exemption. In the book. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, give me a break. That's what she'd been. I hadn't really heard much about her, but I didn't realize it was that bad. Oof. Yeah, that's oh. nuts, man. Um, but yeah, great week. Um, glad the ladies get to add to the, the Baltus roll history. Um, Ronin Ying. Now we'll get a little shrine there. So very, very cool stuff. Great venue. I love the two finishing par fives. It seemed like people on golf Twitter uh, enjoy that as well. You know, 17 is just an, an impossible. You're not getting there in two. Obviously, the, the guys will get there in two in uh, 2029. But, um, you know, regular guys like us and, and the ladies can't get there in two. And then 18, they give you an eagle opportunity. So it's a great finish. It was a fun finish in, in 16 when Day Jason Day almost. He made eagle. Um, made yeah, eagle. made eagle, two iron, two iron. That, that was really cool. So. Some great stuff. Obviously, Jack's one iron there yep. was, was legendary. So, yeah, happy happy they got to uh, ha- have a week there and are now part of the uh, the history there. Megan so Kang. like taking your daughter? Oh, yeah, it was great. So we, we brought Tegan, um, and it was, like, rainy on Thursday, so it, it was a little tough. But we went for, you know, an hour and a half or so, brought my mom as well, and uh, – yeah, it was cool. I mean, literally every fan who walked by was like, oh, my God, how cute. And she was wearing her Cannon <laughs> Dunes hoodie, like nice. a true golfer. And yeah, she's into it. The day before, we we also brought her onto the golf course for the first time. And she's running all around and, you know, just really cool to, you know, be holding her hand on a on a golf course, kind of what you dream about as a dad. So, um, yeah. Very cool. Very cool to see Balti. Um, and it's in our hometown in Springfield. So had to had to go, had to bring TV in. So yeah, definitely a success. That's awesome. Uh yeah, great week down there. Obviously, uh, we got big event coming up, the match. Uh CP, you're gonna be going down there. And uh ahead of this, you guys caught up with Trevor Immelman, who will be involved in the coverage again and, and, and again i don't want to sell him short he's a master's champ uh but guys let's have a listen to uh, your chat with trevor immelman let me ask you two questions you're in the market for a vehicle how important is comfort and how important is safety if your answer to those is well obviously both of those are very important may i suggest you check out the jeep grand wagoneer Talk about safety, that's number one for a lot of us. I know it is for me. The Grand Wagoneer offers over 140 safety and security features, including driving assist, comfortable, absolutely, 24-way power adjustable seats, featuring memory and massage. Who doesn't like a good massage? Available seating for up to eight, best-in-class second-row legroom, and the sound system is state-of-the-art. The Jeep Grand Wagoneer has all of this stuff. So if you're interested in the drive of a lifetime, check out the Jeep Grand Wagoneer. Forget the score and enjoy the drive. All right, we're excited now to be joined by one of the leading voices in the world of golf, Trevor Immelman, obviously the 2008 Masters champion, and he's going to be calling yet another edition of Capital One's The Match. So we're thrilled to have Trevor back on the podcast to break it all down. So Trevor, thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Yeah, it's great to join you again. Looking 
looking forward to catching up about uh, one of my favorite franchises, favorite uh, get-togethers, the match. It's always been a lot of fun over the years. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I'm curious what what do you look forward to most? Because you know, you're you're on the the masters call. You're in the 18th tower alongside Jim Nance, and then this is such a different dynamic. You know, what do you enjoy about this uh, broadcast so much? Yeah, look, I'm extremely fortunate with the job I've got to be sitting alongside Jim Nance and um, calling tournaments and championships and uh, you know, crowning these great athletes as they come up the final few holes, realizing their dreams. And that is extremely special. Uh, but this is just a little different. You know, the matches, it's just a little different. It's, uh, it's dialed down a few notches from an intensity standpoint. Um, it's, it's more about fun and entertainment and charity and raising money for um, different organizations. And so, you know, the ability for me to be uh, sitting up in the booth with Ernie Johnson and Brian Anderson and Charles Barkley and people like that is, uh, is a lot of fun. You know, I'm a, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I'm a massive, massive sports fan. And I'm paying attention to everything that's going on in the world of sport, all different sports all the time. I'm fascinated by greatness. I'm fascinated by the work ethic that these athletes have had to put in to, to get into the spot to then try and realize their dreams. And uh, so it's a lot of fun for me to be able to get up there and, and hang out with guys that I've always looked up to, like, like Barkley and, um, you know, the different athletes that we have competing in these matches. So for, a, for a, a sports guy like myself, it's a lot of fun to be able to go out to places like Vegas and the Wynn and hang out with them for a few days and get to know guys. I was I was out there last year as well, and um, I know Brady kind of struggled a little bit. So did so did Josh Allen, but I came away really impressed with Mahomes, who will be back in the match this year, and then uh, Aaron Rodgers, of course, too. Just the ability to sort of kind of rise to the occasion in a, in a sport that's not their actual profession. And I'm wondering um, how impressed you are by by that same thing. Yeah, always look. These guys are some of the best athletes in the world of sport. You know, they have that it factor. They have the, the clutch gene. I mean, they, they, know, they know what it's like to have everything on the line and then come through in that moment for themselves, for their team, for the franchise, for the fans. It's like, it's a big weight that they carry um, week in and week out in their own profession. And so they have the mental attributes needed to... Uh, to perform at the highest level. And then obviously it goes without saying that they're great athletes. And so every now and then, of course, you see sparks of greatness, but you know, you just always have to understand that at the end of the day, they're so far out of their comfort zone, having to play golf on national television in front of so many people. And so you kind of walk in that line constantly of, okay, uh, let's say, you know, any of those guys, Josh Allen, Brady Rogers, let's call them anything between a two and a 10 handicap. So they're, they're really nice golfers, but you know, we got to make sure we don't hold them to, you know, the same account as what we do with guys that we were watching this weekend at the U S open. So there's that fine line all the time, but I think that's where guys like Ernie and Charles and, um, 
you know, they can really dial the temperature down a little bit and we can have a little fun being able to talk back and forth uh, with, with the competitors at the same time. Yeah. Do you think that helps loosen up these guys? Because you'll hear the athletes say that they're more nervous for this than they are, you know, in the fourth quarter of a playoff game. Sure. Uh, you, you think that chatter kind of loosens them up? Yeah, I think it does. I think it does for sure. And I think in other sports, much more so than golf, there normally is that kind of chatter, that that chirping back and forth, giving, mm-hmm. giving guys a hard time, um, you know, trying to get under each other's skin. It happens, in my opinion, a bit more in other sports than what it does in golf, where everybody is a bit more insular. Uh, so I think that does, it, it's a bit more normal for them uh, to be able to go and back be going back and forth and having a little fun with it. Uh, but yeah, look, you've hit the nail on the head. At the end of the day, these guys are, are way out of their comfort zone. And uh, we need to just allow them that leeway uh, to be able to free up and just play. And I think that's where this format is so helpful with the scramble and the match play and only 12 holes. Uh, it really does allow them to get out there and free will and, and hit a few, few good shots and, and compete and raise a lot of money for charity. The wind, the wind's a fantastic venue. One thing I do remember about last year, though, was there's not much of a, a range there, and Aaron Rodgers actually hit a driver directly into a tree left to the range. Do you recall any times on the tour where I know you never ran into anything like that, but you know maybe the range situation wasn't so good, and and how did it affect your your play uh, that day? Well, look, I've been fortunate enough to play all over the world on all sorts of different types of tours. You know, sometimes resort courses, sometimes tiny little venues, all the way up to Augusta National, which is the greatest practice facility on earth. So I've experienced all of that. At times, yeah, for sure, there's some awkward um, setups. Maybe the range is a long way away. You've got to catch a, a, a car ride or, um, you know, get in like a minivan kind of a thing to get down there, warm up. A lot of times, if you've just made the cut on the number and you're going out early, you might decide to just skip that warm-up part, go straight to the first tee, you know, try your luck that way. Uh, maybe you can turn the momentum around and get things going. Uh, so, yeah, you run into all sorts of things. If you play this game long enough, as a professional, you 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 pretty much see everything at the end of it. We're recording this about a week from the actual match, so your research on these guys' games, et cetera, might you know still be developing. But want to sure. get in and, and break down these guys' games a little bit. Um, so CP mentioned Mahomes and how impressed he was uh, last time at the win when the quarterbacks were competing. What do you what did you see uh, from that? And I know he was at the Tahoe celebrity event too. Um, what do you like about his swing and his game? Well, yeah, he actually seemed like he improved to me from the match to when he played at Tahoe, when I mm. saw him hit a few shots, uh, seemed much more comfortable, seemed to understand the pattern of his swing. Look, he's, he's an incredible athlete that, go, you know, I'm going to stop saying that because we know that about all four of these guys, they have hand-eye coordination that you dream of when you're a youngster. Yep. And so that goes without saying, but he's powerful. He's, he's uh, you know, a lot of people, when I speak to them about quarterbacks, and I've been fortunate to meet a number over the years from, um, you know, Dan Marino's and John Elway's all the way through the Mannings and the Brady's to the guys like Mahomes that are playing now, Josh Allen. These guys are massive. They are massive. They're six foot three, four, five. They're big, they're strong, they're powerful. 
you know, we, we don't always um, acknowledge that because we see them standing next to the offensive line and they look so much smaller. But these are huge human beings that are extremely strong and uh, Patrick can generate a ton of club head speed. Uh, built, built in fade, takes it back a little inside, comes over it. Uh, you know, for me, the only thing that he needs to do is, is stick with that pattern. Just go ahead, come over it a little bit, release it, go and hit the, the pull fade. I think where he's going to get in trouble is if he starts to try and straighten one out or even draw one because he's going to dump under late and then he's going to block it way right because the face is always a little open. So that's what all I would say to him. But he seems to have uh, 100% caught the golf bug, getting out there, uh, playing and practicing more. So I anticipate that he plays better in this one than he did last year. Obviously, uh, Steph Curry, probably the best of the bunch here. Not not probably, definitely the best of the bunch next week. What have you noticed? Obviously, we've seen him play on the Corn Ferry Tour uh, at a bunch of these type of events. What have you noticed about his game that, that kind of impresses you the most? Yeah, he's a good player. He's a real good player. There's no doubt about it. I've been fortunate to play with him a couple times. Uh, he's 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 polished you know he he can putt well he can chip well if he gets short-sighted behind a bunker he's got a lob shot that's what i mean by polished he's not a he's not a one-trick pony really he's got he's got everything that he needs uh, to be able to uh, manage the scorecard so to speak uh and, and that's what i see out of him like you you can see that he's played the majority of his life, he's practiced a lot. He's gone out and competed. He understands the nuances of controlling your score when it matters. Uh, and that's what I mean by polished. So, uh, yeah, he for sure is going to be the guy to watch. And it'll just be uh, whether the others can get under his skin or not. Maybe throw him off his game <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Maybe they could... Maybe the two football players could get out there and tackle him or something like that. And yeah. even, even the score a little bit. And they're experts at trash talking on the football field. Uh, <laughs> I got to follow up. You, you mentioned you got to play with Steph in the past. Where did you guys play? Um, you know, what kind of match did you guys have going? I'm, I'm sure you were giving him a few shots, but he's, you know, a plus handicap. So I'm sure he held his own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He always, he always holds his own. He's a good, solid player. Uh, there was there was no no betting no match on the line okay. at all. He came down. They had a, a three day trip to Florida. They were playing the Magic, and then they had a day off, and they were playing the Heat. And um, this is a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And so he got in touch with me. He was like, "Hey man, we want to play some golf on the day off. Can we come over and play?" Um, at the time, I was living in Isleworth, so we played there uh, with myself, Steph. Andre Iguodala and Johnny West, who I'm sure you guys know oh, as sure. well, Michelle mm-hmm. Wee's husband. And uh, we just had the best time. I laughed at them nonstop. Great guys, golf fanatics. But the funniest thing to me was, uh, you know, they were defending champions, I'm wanting to say, at the time. And they were going on a run again, playing great. And here they are, these three guys, they pitched up to Alworth in an Uber. And I'm like, guys, I mean, you can't get anybody to drive you around. We spend the whole day, we practice, we play, we have lunch, we have an awesome time. And the next thing, Iggy, again, he's on the Uber app and he's ordering the Uber to come in the to take him back to the hotel. Oh my I'm God. like, come on, guys, we've got to be able to sort something out better than this. 
just normal guys ordering yeah. overs and some just driver normal. came and picked them up at Isleworth and those guys got in the car. That's amazing. I mean, could you imagine being that Uber driver? You get in, you look back and you've got, uh, you know, who, who knows how many rings sitting on the back seat. That's classic. Seriously. <laughs> so good. Uh, Angel debate here. You've played with Curry, as you just said, but um, I know people have debated if he could make a legitimate run at some sort of tour card, corn fairy tour card. Um, as a as someone who's been through it, grinded through it, are you one who scoffs at that, or or is there a world where you could see if he basically uh, dedicates his second career to that that it's possible? <sighs> oh man. <laughs> You know, it's like I said, he's a good solid golfer and you can see that he's played for a lot of years and that he invests a lot of time into it when he can. But there's definitely a part of me that finds it amusing when uh, other athletes or when, you know, fans say oh yeah you know so and so is a good golfer he's a scratch at his home club and you know i think he could go pro to me that that it really makes me chuckle because the people that are saying that literally have no idea how good you have to be to get onto the pga tour it's exactly the same as getting into the nba or getting into the nfl it is the elite of elite or uh, major league baseball for that matter it is the elite of elite. It would kind of be like me saying, um, yeah, I was, uh, you know, a backup running back in middle school. And now that I've retired from playing, I think I'm going to get back in the gym. And I'm going to, I mean, come on. Right. You know, this, yep. it, it gets discounted way too much. How unbelievably good. Yep. PGA Tour golfers are. Yeah. So that's my yeah. answer. <laughs> At every level, right? You know, even if Steph tried to get his Corn Ferry card or, you know, PGA Tour Latino America, like it's just really hard. You have these guys devote dozens of hours a week. So listen, yeah. I, I, from the age of five, and I, you know, I don't want to talk about myself, but I'll just <laughs> use this as um, like a, a measuring stick. Okay, for this analogy, from the age of five, I completely and utterly dedicated my life to getting as good at golf as what I possibly could be. It was the only thing that I thought about from age five. And I just practiced and practiced and played and competed and traveled and did everything that I possibly could to, could, to get as good as what I could. And I still got my butt kicked left, right, and center. You know, you, you don't just walk into being a professional golfer as a second career, I promise you. Right. Yeah. You know, if Jerry Rice or John Smoltz were to devote a couple of years of, you know, practicing and grinding for the senior tour, you know, may, maybe they could have a, a few nice tournaments and maybe the same for Steph. But yeah, PGA Tour might be a little aspirational. So, uh definitely with you there how about the other two guys uh who whose games we probably know least about uh clay thompson and travis kelsey i think kelsey also played the lake tahoe celeb event but i haven't really seen clay thompson's swing at all curious how much you know about their games yeah kelsey i think is the wild card i yeah. really do uh 
because we don't know much about it. But the stuff that I've been able to find uh, on the internet, he actually looks like he's got a pretty good swing. Hmm. Nice, strong grip, uh, big turn, and he gets that club face really square coming down. So in my opinion, he probably fights a little bit of a hook if he lets that club release too much. Uh, but, you know, has good rotation. Seems like he can get a ton of speed as well. Uh, and, you know, obviously he can being a great athlete. But what I mean is the sequence of it allows there for not to be any power leaks. So I actually think he's going to hit a number of good shots, even though fans at home probably wouldn't have been able to see him play too much. Right. Uh, Blake Thompson, I know that he's uh, gotten some golf lessons from my good buddy Claude Harmon down at huh. the Floridian uh, over the years. And so he's had some good instruction. How much time he's had to be able to, uh, to practice, who knows? So uh, we'll have to see on those two. There's definitely a bit more of a wild card with those two guys. But in this scramble format, it's going to be a comfortable situation for them uh, you know, maybe the other two guys could tee off first, get a ball in play, and then these guys can freewheel it. They're going to have to figure out what their strategy is from that standpoint. What's it been like to work these events with uh, the, the great Charles Barkley? And do you get to hang out with him um, maybe before or after? Um, and do you have any folk story, Charles Barkley folk stories for us? Well, there's, look, there's so many good ones. The guys <laughs> He's one of my favorite people on the planet. Just a fantastic human being. The, the energy that he has, um, the fun that he has when he's working, how nice he is to everybody that he's working with. And I'm talking about everybody. He knows everybody's names. He is um, so approachable. Just just an incredible guy. I've learned a ton from him. Uh, the thing that he has always told me over the years as I've been getting into this, this TV gig was, you know, Trevor, we've got the best job in the world. And I, you know, I would kind of look at him funny and he was like, well, we would be sitting at home watching this anyway. They're actually paying us to watch this right now. <laughs> right. So he's like, don't you ever forget that this is the best job in the world. And you can feel that even though he's been doing TV for so long and he's so accomplished and he's won, you know, every TV award there is to win, uh, he, he still has like that, that childlike uh, enjoyment of being able to be a sports fan and be able to get out there and, and be himself, be authentic uh, while he's calling, calling the golf and calling basketball or studio shows, whatever it may be. So. I've learned a ton from the guy. He for sure is one of my mentors when it comes to to TV. That's cool. Have you, have you guys gotten out to play in the last year or so? Because we've seen that swing. It's obviously improved dramatically. I've given him a few lessons, but I've never actually played with him. Normally okay. around these matches, first of all, I don't travel with my clubs very much um, or hardly at all anymore. But um, normally when we get to these matches, you know, there'll be a few hours the day before or the morning of uh, if they're playing late and he'll want to get out there because he's just a golf fanatic. He wants to play all the time and he'll get out there and I'll watch him hit a few. No normally he's got questions for me about the short game. Mm -hmm. He, he thinks he's totally fixed his long game. He gives Stan mm -hmm. Utley all the credit. Um, and that's fantastic. I'm so excited to just see him enjoying playing again. 
because he loves it so much. And now that he can actually get out there and be functional with his, his long game, um, is really awesome to see. So normally he's wanting, wanting some tips about the short game. So that, that's what we work on. Nice. We had, we had Stan on the podcast last year. Um, now I'm just thinking about it again, just how unbelievable it was that he fixed it. Did you, did you think it was possible to fix that golf swing? Yeah, I did. I did because he's a good athlete. Obviously he's got unbelievable hand-eye coordination and there was just a misunderstanding. You know, you see it so often with golfers of all levels uh, from pros all the way down to beginners. When there's a misunderstanding about the technique uh, and you keep repeating that and you start seeing very, very poor results or even embarrassing results, um, you know, it, it absolutely becomes a mental issue. And then it becomes very, very hard to go ahead and um, when you feel like you're under pressure or when you feel like there's people watching to go ahead and make a free swing. And that's when a, a type of a yip or a hitch starts to show up. And the way you fix that is, number one, you clear up the misunderstanding with the technique so that the pupil or the student or the golfer starts to really get a clear picture for what is taking place and then how they go about and fix that. And, and then once mentally that is cleared up and then they can go out there and just have repetitions starting on the range where there's no hitch anymore or there's no yip anymore. And slowly but surely that starts to retrain the brain and the mind. And eventually you get to a point to where you can get out into onto the golf course. And as soon as you get it done a couple of times, you're like, oh, yeah. I can do this. This is the way forward. And really, we saw that with Charles when we played that match a few years ago in Arizona. And, you know, he was telling everybody that he had fixed this hitch and everyone was all over him about it. You know, we got to see it to believe it kind of thing. And that first tee shot must have been a ton of pressure. And he stood up there and made a great swing and put it down in the fairway. And when you start to see stuff like that, when you feel uncomfortable, that's when the healing begins, so to speak. And then you can move forward from there. Well, as CP and I could relate, getting over the, the dreaded <laughs> yip word, uh, take some courage to, <laughs> kudos to, to Sir Charles. Uh, two other guys who are joining the broadcast this time are Von Miller and Draymond Green. I'm curious whether you've been able to interact with them yet in production meetings or will that be coming uh, next week? No, that's going to be coming closer to the time. Um, obviously, being a sports fanatic, know exactly who those guys are. Can't wait to meet them. And so really looking forward to it. As always, uh, Turner and TNT have put a, a, a great crew together here. We've got Catherine tapping down on the ground. We'll be doing some interviews as well. Uh, so can't wait. I mean, some of, my, some of my favorite people that I've ever worked with in, in Ernie and Charles uh, and and can't work, uh, wait to uh, get to know the others. It's going to be an awesome event. Like you say, win golf club, special place. Uh, weather's going to be hot, but we'll be playing later in the afternoon, so maybe we get a little lucky with that. And uh, I think it's going to be a great day. I can't wait. We'll get to enjoy you on TNT's uh, broadcast of the match by Capital One coming up on the 29th at 630 
Eastern. So Trevor, thank you so much for taking all this time to to chat about it. And we'll look looking forward to a, a great broadcast next week. Yeah, thanks. It's great to catch up with you guys again. All right. Thanks again to Trevor for joining us. We look forward to listening to him and watching the match uh, unfold at the win. CP, when are you headed out there? And uh, what what number of matches is this for you? This is number eight overall. What's this for you? Three? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Obviously, there was a couple in COVID. I probably started going to them after that. So you went to Vegas and you went to yeah, you did the quarterbacks to, and you did Florida. Well, I did the I did the quarterbacks. I did Tiger and Spieth. So I guess this is three then. I think the quarterbacks was my first one. Um yeah. Yeah, look, I, you know, you're going to have the, the typical losers who have to make it known that this is boring and they don't want to watch it. But it's on Thursday night in prime time. Just, it, you know, it's just it is exactly what it's sold as. It's just a fun, you know, sh- shit talking, mic'd up everybody, scramble. Um, and I thought the one with the quarterbacks last year was a, a success without having a tour pro. I was really by Rogers. I know I've said that a bunch of times. Um, it ended on the last hole right before or on playoff hole right before it got dark there. Thankfully. Um, I think this one will be just as fun. You get Kelsey involved. He's, he's highly entertaining. Um, uh, Clay Thompson. I'm, I'm interested to see if he's got, you know, some, some shit talk in his game as well. So, and I think it'll be a good match. I know Curry and, and Clay are heavily favored because Steph is obviously a, you know, scratch player, but I, I always lean with the nice juicy dog in, a, in an event like this. And I think Mahomes and Kelsey are plus 225. It's a scramble. Mahomes absolutely mashes the ball. I was really impressed by him last year. These guys rise to the occasion. We'll see if that uh, the same goes for Kelsey. I'm not too, too sure about his game. We'll find out tomorrow. Uh, um, a couple of press conferences with, with those guys. I think they're doing team press conferences. I'm excited. I'm excited to go down. I mean, it's fun just being around, you know, these guys, these Super Bowl champs and NBA NBA Finals MVPs. Um, so it, it's just a fun event. Throw it on TV. Scroll Twitter while you're watching it. Don't don't be such a hardo about it, everyone. Yeah, these odds really changed a lot over the weekend. So Curry and Thompson were like minus two hundred five or so, and I I think. Steph posted a, a photo of him and Butch. I was gonna together. say, yeah. <laughs> and the odds, I mean, now they're minus two sixty-five. People oh went nuts goodness. over that. <laughs> That's the only thing that really changed. And Golf Digest also did a video. Uh Colin Morikawa broke down all of their golf swings. And to be honest, listening to Morikawa's takeaways and watching their all their swings on video, I, I think I would lean with Kelsey and Mahomes and with CP because Morikawa actually said that Kelsey's swing might be better than Steph Curry's. Wow. Just seeing one wow. golf swing is like, I don't know about his game really, but Kelsey actually played in the uh, the Lake Tahoe Celebrity yep. Tournament yep. this year. And there's there's this video of Kelsey draining this like crazy long putt for an eagle and him and Mahomes sprinting on the green celebrating. So, <laughs> I mean, they have good experience together playing golf. I know they played in that uh that other brands uh tournament out in vegas also mm-hmm. um so yeah i think i'm leaning with those guys clay is a, a big unknown and morikawa kind of ripped on his swing so it's gonna <laughs> have to be all curry and the last time we saw curry in this match he didn't play that well so um we'll see if butch hasn't tuned up but yeah i mean plus 225 i think you got to take that all day 
Yeah, and the way they set this up, these guys, hammer drivers, short par four, short par fives. Right. They're trying to get these guys to make a few birdies. So it's not like they'll be coming in with long irons and, you know, you can only right. trust Steph Curry and that, you know, they're all going to be hitting driver, wedge, and it'll just be about who makes putts. And I think in that scenario, like Steve said, you got to lean with the with the dog. It'll be. And by the way, I don't I'm not saying it's scripted, but they do find a way to make these go down to the wire each time. So. Again, in that situation, I would kind of want to lead. Not saying the, uh, it's scripted. <laughs> All sports only, is scripted. We know this. The only one that didn't was when <laughs> Brooks just smoked Bryson. Yeah, that's um, right. That was <laughs> one. Um, yeah, you're right. Curry's been Curry's been pretty rough in these. I put together the uh, like the seven best performances, and he didn't even sniff the list. Uh, Rogers, I put Rogers on there twice. Rogers yeah. has been freaking clutch yep. in this event but uh curry not as much but you're right the butch photo that's amazing that seemed like that uh that moved it i think so much. Yeah, that moved the line. <laughs> um but yeah even more reason to bet the dog because you just never know what's going to happen in um uh, in something like this uh that's uh thursday june 29th obviously the match eight i i I'm going to try to watch, but, uh, man, I'm going to be exhausted. That's my, that's that. Long <laughs> be, that's your long day. Yeah. I got to get to sleep at some point. I'll be running on fumes. Um, anything else CP about the match before we move on to rocket mortgage? I know you've got, uh, any, uh, any Vegas happenings planned. Oh yeah. Where are you staying in Vegas? Yeah. What you the wind there for nice. once, like we're Ooh. actually being hooked up. Um, Big which time. you think we, you know, under the Warner Brothers Discovery umbrella, we should be hooked up. So yeah. we are. I am being hooked up this year. I'll be there Wednesday night, arriving quite late. Actually, it'll be like nine o'clock there. So you know, could get into some some interesting stuff Wednesday night. Early. Um, early. Thursday, I'll be there. I don't, you know, I don't fly back till Friday. So Thursday, we'll we'll have a we'll have a day in Vegas as well. I don't really have the the means right now to be going to Vegas and losing all of them, but. <laughs> We'll the work trip. <laughs> Win's gonna be tough. The win is like every table is $25 blackjack. Ooh, so yeah. I don't I might have to uh meander around for a cheaper table, but yeah, very excited. It's gonna be fun, it's gonna be a blast. Um, all of these usually are so it's a sneaky good sports book at the win. Yeah, and they do serve booze early because before we did our uh fantasy draft this year. We we did the draft at the win, and so Rick and all of us we, we sat at the bar. I had a nice Bailey's and coffee at like you know nine a.m. Yeah, that's the bar that got like the games or whatever on. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. I think the the year last year this was during the Stanley Cup, which was really nice. I went to the bar that sports bar you're talking about. It's just baseball this year, unfortunately. That's mm. going to be on. So, mm. um. But I had a decent baseball weekend actually. It saved my uh saved my golf betting weekend for sure. Um, Back to the wall this time too. Ludwig, our no guy fun. Ludwig Aberg really, really crushed me. I had him top ten. Um he was he comes out, he he bogeys the first hole yesterday. Then he goes on a little birdie run. But then everyone is seven under. So you know, he had to like leapfrog ten guys. So um tough but i i like i like him i know we haven't gotten into rocket mortgage yet but yeah i think uh he's in that like you know these guys when they first come out and they're not sophomore slumping yet like our guy cameron young they can kind of cook early i I know i remember joaquin neiman did that a bunch of years ago possibly at at this tournament um 
other other young rising stars have gotten off to really good starts in their careers. So 60 to one, I think I, I heard this morning yep. on the young right Swede. 60 he's got one. a couple top 30s already. Um, and yeah, he's, he's you know, he's he's that one 62 away from kind of, you know, being in the lead all of a sudden. So um, I'll go back. I'll go back to him this weekend for sure. Didn't Nate last? Yeah, that's one of my seventy five to one. Anyway. <laughs> Nate Lashley did win here. Yeah, yeah. somehow. Papa Doc, runner up as a Monday uh, qualifier too. Mm-hmm. Lashley. Oh, Gordon Sargent in the field, eighty to one. He got bet down a little bit. I think he opened up at ninety. Some people okay. are excited about that. Yeah. I, I'm with CP though. I, I'd rather go with Aberg, a um, little more experienced on tour and he's such a bomber also kind of not as big as sergeant but 60 to one that was one of my first clicks this morning we're recording on monday um first click though was cam davis i mean this is the mm-hmm. side of one of my best outright winners uh ever 101 mm-hmm. cam davis sorry cp um but i mean we, we've seen some flashes from him again had a hot sunday the t4 at the pga it seems like he's kind of getting back to that form he struggled those three weeks after, but um, love him at this course. So 40 to one was automatic. And then Austin Ekro, another one of these young guys who's playing mm. really good golf, top 10 at the U.S. Open. Good week last week at the Travelers. Good ball striker. Uh, hits it far. 80 to one on Ekro, I thought was decent. And then I fell into the Harris English trap. I mean, the he is a really streaky player, um, and it, it seems like he's putting it together. So um, forty to one on Harris English. I'm I'm also in on. I I'm, I am gonna miss out on the Ricky win if he gets yeah, it done. I don't. I can't get can't there. Cannot do it. Fourteen to one. Favorite the favorite to win Ricky Fowler. Uh, I'm seeing Finau's slight favorite, but yeah, right. Yeah. Also crazy. Justin Thomas again. I know he flipped it around, but he was fifty to one last week, and I was yeah. fourteen to one. I mean, I know the field's different, but geez, like that's kind of crazy. Now all it's, a, it's the same. It's going to be the the same as this week. The guy who's twenty five under, and all these stars will be eighteen under and have no chance to win. So I would, uh, yeah, like Steve. Steve uh, sounds like you mentioned a bunch of forty to one, fifty to one guys. I think that's yeah, the, I would that's the route to go this week, and and hope you catch a, a Keegan Bradley. 22 under week. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Pretty big names, though, with Finau, Fowler, JT. Yeah, yeah. it's a good field. Homa, Matsuyama, Tom Kim. Sungjai. I don't know if our boy Willie will be on the bag. Willie. But hopefully. I mean, they had a nice week. I think, yeah. They were dialed last week, yeah. Yeah. I think it's this, because he, I remember he sent a tweet on Saturday night of U.S. Open week that he deleted and it was like, I'm catting for Sungjae the next two weeks. And I actually screenshotted it and texted him. I was like, why'd you delete this? He was like, ah, I shouldn't have oh, I shouldn't okay. have broken that news. I don't know. I don't know what the big deal is. But right. uh, but yeah, I played think, well. I mean. They only were one. Too bad. They were yeah, they yeah. through two rounds. But yeah. still. It's all right. They'll get it. They'll I get Look, it. I'd be sweating if I was uh, Sungjae's regular guy. This is, it's off these two weeks. Um, right. If they, yeah, if they win, I don't know how you go if, if you win a, a yeah. tournament. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Um, all right. One other thing I wanted to bring up. Another, I want to toss CP some props here. Maybe Steve, too. I don't know. I, I had a rare night to myself. 
as I did another time, I watched a, a CP movie recommendation. I finally watched Pop Star, and it is amazing. Yeah. Thank, <laughs> I mean, what a I can't believe I did. Incredible. 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 I was trying to get you guys to watch it at the Masters, I think. And I know and nobody wanted to. It's, uh, is that the Justin Bieber thing? Yeah, it's and it's Andy Samberg basically mocking Justin Bieber. It is, um, I think it's the last like good comedy I've seen. It might be because it's been a while since it came yeah. out. That was just nonstop banger, funny, funny. It's, every song's funny. It's just the whole thing is so absurd. It's a lot just... of great cameos, obviously. Um Oh uh, I mean, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Has to have the most cameos of any movie <laughs> in history. It's it's amazing. Um, I actually remember seeing it in theaters, and every cameo, people would just go nuts. Like Mariah Carey, the whole theater's like, "Oh my god!" DJ Khaled and then Usher. It's just like it's Nas, so good. I can't believe they got everybody to do it. When they have people like Nas saying like this guy who <laughs> changed their life with like this song, like this stupid song. I mean, it's just so brilliant. The whole thing. Uh, wow. It is. I didn't really know those two, his two uh, sidekicks, but uh, I mean, Oh, they're so funny. They're great. Those two too. are yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're the, those three are the brains behind like every great SNL skit of the last oh, however many years. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. That. Okay. No. Well, way. they're the lonely, the, the whole lonely island oh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm on a boat. That's them. Oh, yeah. That's all the greats are those. If there's a chance that one of those three wrote it, so um, they're legends. And yeah. I'm sure you've seen Hot Rod. I hope you've seen Hot Rod. No, what's that? Hot Rod. Oh my! I got it. I got another. Next one on the list. You, it's oh. the same. It's the same trio. And Danny McBride's in it. Oh okay. my God! Hot Rod is a class. Oh, Bill man, Hader's in it. Yes, I think I have seen this. Oh, Hader it's was in this so, too. Hader was in so, this. Yeah. Oh my God, oh. Hater with the guitars. <laughs> so All right. Well, every like six months, I get a, a, a night to myself. Hot Rods. This time I watched uh, Big Fish, and this time I watched uh, Pop Star. So, Hot Rods. Out, shout out Billy, Billy Crudup. I believe yeah. he just got married to uh, Naomi Watts. Wow. wow. Yeah. Congrats. That's amazing. You got to get him on the pot. I thought we, we got to get him on. I, look, I'll, I'll, you guys say the word and I'll, I'll, I'll ask him. Have to. Scrambling for a guest every week. Yeah. Maybe if there's a, if he's got like a movie or something coming out, I know he's in that show. I kind of, I know I, that. Yeah. When did that, is that canceled or still going? I, I mean, it was an, it's an Apple show. It's all out. I, I don't know. It, not my favorite. Tomorrowland. <laughs> yeah. I gave it a go. I gave it a go. He's Tomorrowland. Great. Yes. I think that's what it's called. Uh, oh, you're, I thought you were talking about the morning show. No, 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 that's a great show. Oh, that's that's a great. great show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what the deal with that is. Is that still coming back, Steve? I feel like not. I, I kind of feel like the way it ended. I'm like, I, now, like, I watched too many shows. <laughs> anyway, he's awesome. He won an Emmy for that. Shout out yeah. Billy Crudup. We're, we're on a real tangent here. All right, we got to go. Steve has a meeting. This is like the only time he didn't have a meeting all day, so we got it in. Uh, thanks again to Trevor Immelman. For joining us thanks as always to our listeners please subscribe wherever you get your podcast thanks as always also to our producer greg gottfried uh check out the match this thursday june 29th you may even see chris powers in the background and uh are we coming back next week i don't even know it's a uh, july 4th we'll figure it out uh yeah hopefully, no, no hopefully weeks off. off i'll bring my i'll bring my computer down to north carolina hopefully i'll have my green jacket yeah we'll have to 
We'll yeah. all have to be working around a golf round at, at some point yes. next Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. All right. So we'll do it. We'll do it. All right. See you guys. Later.